you need to break out of that mold. You need to break out of that model. Take a leap of faith. Choose to believe that your imposter syndrome is just an illusion. Have trust that that is indeed true, even though it doesn't always feel true. And from that place, own your desire for more money and ask for it. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jess. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a working woman in the corporate world, and I'm really excited about the topic of today's episode. And to take you back to how this episode came about, I really wanted to do one for you on negotiation because I have had major struggles, like major mind drama, major struggles around salary negotiation and money. And I had so much fear around it. Like you can hear it in my voice, right? It was really, really hard for me. And I wanted anyone else, any other women out there who are experiencing that to feel less alone in that because I remember learning negotiation and going to negotiation workshops and hearing all the steps and all the advice and literally feeling like, well, this doesn't apply to me because I'm way too scared to even negotiate. So all of this information you're giving me is not even helpful. And so... I wanted to do an episode just on the fear behind it and moving past the fear behind it. And as I started to write down all of the things that I wanted to share in that episode, my document for the solo episode content got longer and longer and longer. And it just kept growing. And then I thought to myself, okay, is this a two-parter? And then I just realized that the topic of salary and money and any fears or doubts or struggles that you might have around it, I realized that all of that can't be tackled in one episode or two episodes, but I'm just going to have to eat the proverbial elephant one bite at a time. And I really don't like that expression, actually. I find it kind of gross and icky, but it kind of captures how my content is going to work around this topic because there's so much around this topic of salary and money, and I've struggled with it so many layers deep that I realized it's just going to be a bunch of different episodes, just like I have so many episodes on the show about confidence and about your voice and about speaking up. It's not something that can be just addressed in one 30-minute block of me talking. There's a lot to it, but this is my first one where I'm going to go into this topic of money and growing your salary because this show is all about helping women rise. It's about helping you advance. It's about helping you build a career that you're proud of. And it's about helping you attain whatever levels of leadership and impact your heart desires. It's about helping to remove everything that stands between you and that big, juicy, exciting goal that you have for your career. And one of the things that is a part of advancing and a part of all of our working lives is the money that we earn. And I think that we really, really need 
more open conversations about money. I know that if I had heard some of this and had heard more honest discussion, I wouldn't have felt so alone in being so afraid to negotiate for a larger salary, so afraid to want to be a high earner. I had a lot of fear and shame around my relationship with money and my ability to negotiate and my desire to earn more. I had so many conflicting feelings about that that I wish there had been more conversation around it. And so I am bringing to you what I would have wanted to hear. Now, granted, what I share with you will be limited in some ways. It's coming from my own perspectives, my own experience as a white, cisgender, able-bodied female. And I've definitely had my own struggles and my own evolution through this, but it's only going to be my somewhat limited and subjective perspective. But I hope you can find pieces in here that help you see the ultimate goal in this is simply to help you see that you deserve not only the career that you want and not only the role that you want and the leadership role that you want and the impact that you want to be able to create in your career, but you also deserve the compensation and the money and the reward that comes along with it. And like I said before, I feel like money is such a part of our jobs and our careers. It's why we're there. It's one of the reasons why we're there. Maybe it's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons why we're there. So we have to talk about it. How can we not talk about it? And on this show, it is so hard for me not to tell the truth. Like, I'm such a transparent person. It is really hard for me to filter out my thoughts and ideas. And so I just want to tell you the truth of what I've learned about money, because I think it's actually really important and really healthy for women to have a healthy appetite and desire to make good money and to pursue that. I kind of think of the corporate world as a little bit of a playground. And the playground has different slides and things that you can play around in. And there's like fun toys and and just like cool things on the playground. And I think of our careers as a playground. And I think sometimes as women, especially if you struggle with confidence, but I think us women as a whole, I think we sometimes struggle to have fun on the playground and just like enjoy the monkey bars and like do the big slide and like do the cool fun stuff. And I think sometimes it's just hard for us to own our desire for pleasure and for fun and to just really take up space in that way. And I view pursuing a larger role, wanting to earn more money to make good money in your career. I view those as having fun on the playground. You know, when you're on the playground of work, you're showing up, you're working really hard, you're pouring so much of your energy into what you do, and you also deserve to have fun, and you also deserve to enjoy the benefits and the rewards that come along with it. And so I want to talk you through some of what's been hard for me when it comes to salary and money. And interestingly enough, even though this started with me wanting to talk about negotiation and kind of tell you what I've learned, which I will for sure, I realized that so much of my struggle had nothing to do with that. Because you can buy a book on negotiation on, you know, on the internet. You can learn everything that you need to learn. You can Google it. It's not very hard to figure out the steps and figure out what you're supposed to do. And so as I was reflecting on my struggles in that area and my struggles with growing my salary and negotiating and asking for more, I realized it's, it was never really about not knowing 
how to do it or not knowing what to do. It was never about the steps. It was about the courage. It was about the emotions underneath it. It was about being insecure about it and feeling like I was the only one who was scared. It was about all of those things. And those are the things that I want to tell you about so that if you struggle, you feel less alone. And today, what I wanted to go into and what I wanted to talk about are a few foundational, I don't even know what to call them. I guess feelings, I don't know, let's call them energies. A few foundational energies that I held on to in my career for a very long time that prevented me from admitting to myself the truth of how much money I wanted to make and prevented me from being honest about what I desired financially, similarly to how it's been hard for me to be honest about what title I want, what role I want. So I think this is a somewhat universal truth. I think if you struggle with your confidence or to believe in yourself or you have doubts about your capabilities, often what will happen is you won't be honest with yourself about what you truly want because you'll be afraid that you don't have the ability to get there and so you'll kind of ratchet it down and make it smaller and more manageable. And I think that can happen not just with you admitting the role that you want or the promotion that you want, but I think that can also happen with your financial objectives. And I think that it's really easy for us, for you, for women to get in this place where we just lie to ourselves and say that we don't care about money and that it's not important to us. And really, it is important to us. There are just some energies flowing within us that are blocking us from really being clear and honest with ourselves about what we truly want. And I want to go over a few that I experienced so that if you are experiencing this, you feel less alone. You know that you are not the only one experiencing it. And most importantly, so that you come to an understanding of the fact that so much of what you experience and think about yourself is subjective. And I want to continually bring you back to the truth, which is that whenever you're being harsh on yourself, whenever you're criticizing yourself or thinking of yourself as lesser or not good enough, whenever that is happening, it might feel so much like the truth but it's not objective, it's subjective. And I want to be the person that takes you from that subjective state of being really hard on yourself back to neutral. And then, that's not the end of the destination, then I wanna take you from neutral to really understanding what you can do in your career and in the world when you can truly see that you have talent and you have potential and that any limits that you think you have for yourself aren't really there. And today, one of the ways that I'm going to help you do that is to help you clear or at least recognize, become aware of some beliefs some energies within you that might make you think that you don't want to go for the big money in your career and might make you think that you just want to stay comfortable and you want to stay small and you don't want to aspire for something bigger where you have a bigger role and you earn more money or even in just the context of negotiating salary these false beliefs might just make you think like oh I don't want to ask for more like I'm not going to ask for more 
I'm just gonna, you know, like be low key about it. So I'm gonna go through these and I hope you find them helpful. The first one is, well, I've dealt with all of these. I'm gonna, I was about to say like the first one is one I've definitely dealt with, but I've dealt with all of these. All the problems that I talk about on this show, I've experienced very intimately more than once. And when it comes to money and when it comes to feeling worthy of money and truly owning my desire to make good money and to just have a comfortable financial life and a life that I can enjoy by being successful in a corporate career, the first thing that got in the way for me was a sense of martyrdom. And I have seen this in other women as well. So I know that it's not just me. And I'd be really curious if this is something that you'd experience, but a sense of martyrdom. This in your head sounds like, oh, by not asking for more in a salary negotiation or by keeping my goals really, really small, I'm doing a good thing. I'm doing the world a favor by not pursuing a big role with a big salary and not making earning more money a part of my professional goals and a part of what I pursue. I'm doing a good thing by keeping myself small and not asking for more. I'm helping all the other people. I'm making sure everyone else is taken care of except for me. Does that feel familiar? It, in my mind, is a very archetypally wounded feminine way of being in the world, which is that I must take care of everyone before I take care of myself. And this can even lead to a sense of false self-righteousness where you think like, oh, I'm I'm such a good person. I'm not asking for more money. I'm being low key. And this sense of martyrdom is actually creating over time potentially a sense of resentment and frustration. Because if what you truly want is to be earning more and to feel happy and satisfied with your financial situation, but you're telling yourself that you don't want that because you want to make sure everyone else is taken care of and you want to be a good low-key employee by not earning too much and not asking for too much, over time, those desires are going to come into conflict. And that is certainly something that I experienced. And it took me a while to just be okay with the fact that I wanted to make good money. And that when I was going into a role, I wanted to negotiate the maximum amount of money possible and not a dollar less. It took me a really long time to be able to think that, to be able to say that out loud, because I had this thought that I was doing something good by not doing that. And if you think you're doing something good by not negotiating or not aspiring to earn as much as you want to earn in your career, I just want to tell you something that I believe to be very, very true, which is you are not making anything better for anyone because you are being hired in a role to add value and you will add the most value when you feel the most valuable. So when you are being paid well, you feel valued and as a result, you do better. So it's not a zero sum game where every additional dollar you make is taking away from your employer, taking away from someone else. Every additional dollar you make is reinforcing your own value to yourself. And that sense of value and that sense of being valued elevates how you feel, it elevates your confidence, elevates your work product. So it is not just good for you. It is good for your employer. So this belief of martyrdom that somehow earning less and pursuing less is 
better is not even true. It's, I think, actually sometimes an excuse to hide. And it's sometimes an excuse to not really admit what you want. Which brings me to the second set of thoughts or the second energy that can prevent you from asking for more money or owning your desire for more money. And this one is self-doubt. And oh my gosh, this is so huge. And I talk on the show all the time about self-doubt about questioning yourself, about not being confident in your capabilities and how that impacts your sense of confidence and how that impacts your career. But that is for sure also going to impact your relationship with money and your relationship with negotiation and your relationship with your financial goals in your career. Because if you doubt yourself, it's going to feel very, very scary to ask for more because it's going to feel like you're lying. It's going to feel like you're cheating someone. It's going to feel like you are an imposter because you believe your imposter syndrome. And so therefore, you absolutely definitely shouldn't ask for more money because you're already tricking these people like I'm laughing because like it's so silly but I know how real it feels so I'm not laughing at you I'm laughing at me but it's like you're tricking these people into giving you the job so if you're tricking them into giving you the job like let's stop the trickery there like let's not trick them into giving me the job and ask them for more money That is way too much. Let's just trick them into giving me the job and then we won't negotiate the money and then that'll be okay. And it's like your mind is like doing this weird, irrational hedging of risk where it says like, okay, if I don't ask for money, then like maybe it's better because I'm an imposter, but I won't negotiate for more money. And I think that can come up with negotiation. And I think it can also come up with what you set for your future goals and what you desire for yourself, right? If you don't feel confident and you have a sense of self-doubt, it's going to be really hard for you to imagine or aspire to a future state when you're in a role that's really big and you're making really big money because you're going to have that same feeling of like, well, I'm not good enough for that and I can't go for that. I could never aspire to something like that. And so I'm just going to keep my goals small and keep myself really small and stay really small. And I just want to point out to you also with this belief of, oh, I'm not going to ask for more money because I'm an imposter, so I'm just going to take the job and not negotiate. I just want to point out that it's totally irrational because if you're truly not qualified for the job and you truly can't do the job, you would never take it in the first place. So it's sort of like you're like, okay, I'm going to do like half a crime or tell half a lie, but not the other half. So like I'm going to take this job that I know that I definitely can't do, but I'm not going to ask for more money, right? Whenever you're in a situation where like your beliefs are all wonky and irrational, it's usually a sign that something that you're thinking isn't true. And in this case, the thing that you're thinking that isn't true is that you're not good enough for your job. The truth is you are good enough. Most jobs are challenging. It's normal to feel challenged, but you definitely want to ask for more and you definitely want to aspire to make good money in your role because that's going to help you feel valued. And when you feel valued, that's going to make you feel more confident. And when you feel more confident, that's going to help you take risks and do work at a higher level. So if you are worried about pursuing more money or asking for more money because you doubt your capabilities and you're trying to hedge by keeping yourself small and not asking for much more in a negotiation, 
or not asking for a raise or not applying for a role that pays more or however this situation comes up, you think that you're setting yourself up for quote unquote success by hedging and keeping your goals small and not asking for more. But really what you're doing is you're reinforcing the story that you're not good enough and you're matching yourself up with the salary that tells you that you're not good enough when really what needs to happen is you need to break out of that mold. You need to break out of that model, take a leap of faith, choose to believe that your imposter syndrome is just an illusion, have trust that that is indeed true even though it doesn't always feel true. And from that place, own your desire for more money and ask for it. So that is the second one, self-doubt. And the third one that I wanted to talk about is fear. And I think that this one is really important. And I think it's really, really important to talk about fear and to normalize fear and to let you know that when you feel fearful about anything, all it means is that you're human. And I think a lot of us are scared of something bigger, are scared of dreaming of something big, of wanting something big. And I think earning more money can really elicit and poke at that fear. When you admit to yourself that you want to make good money in your career and you acknowledge that that's the path that you want to be on, You have to start filling in all of the other things that are part of that path. If you want to make good money in your career, it probably means that you're going to be moving towards a higher title over time. It probably means that you're going to have more responsibility over time. It might mean that you're going to have a really beautiful office with an incredible view and you're going to be in a role that feels in some ways very desirable and in some ways like something that would be really satisfying for you and really fulfilling for you and really fun for you. But in other ways, it feels scary because there's a question of what if this is too big? What if I can't handle this? What if I'm unworthy of this? And I believe that your vision of wanting to earn good money and wanting to be really successful, I believe it's all part of that greater vision of the highest potential you can reach, the highest impact you can reach, whatever role it is you want to have one day, whether you want to be a CEO or maybe your goal is just to lead a small team of a few people or whatever your goal is, but whatever that dream is for you, that powerful role that you want to be in, it's going to include both an up-level in your responsibility and an up-level in your financial situation. And I think it can be really hard for us to get to the truth of our desires and for us to get to the truth of what we want, which for many women is, yes, I would like that really high-impact position and I would like that really big salary that comes with it. But as soon as you admit that to your yourself, all of a sudden there's the fear of what if I don't get there? What if I'm not capable? What if I'm not good enough? And all of a sudden it feels really big and really scary and it no longer feels like this exciting inspirational goal or dream, but it feels like a daunting, scary thing that you almost want to run away from and keep yourself small, which again brings you back to the starting point of I don't want to earn more money. I don't want to ask for more money. I don't want to put financial growth and financial gain at the center of my career and the center of my goals. And all of these things I talked about, the martyrdom, the self-doubt, the fear, these are all things that are so real and so normal and I believe so common 
and they don't mean anything about you. If you have these fears or you relate to these things, it doesn't mean (laughs) that you're stuck and it doesn't mean that you can't move forward and decide what it is you want and move towards that. I believe that all of those things, the self-doubt and the fear and the martyrdom, I believe that they create a sense of shame for women around money and around wanting more. And I think what makes it even more difficult is because there are so few visible female executives out in corporate America, it just, there's such a narrow pool of female leaders for us to observe. And I think often we don't find any that either look like us or that we relate to, obviously, depending on your background and your personality and what type of person you are, it can be really hard to see that reflected. And so you have this lack of women who are really like killing it and crushing it and making really good money. You have a lack of those women at the top. And then you have a sense of fear and you have a sense of self-doubt and you might have a little bit of a martyr complex around money. And all of those things combine together to bring you to this place of smallness and this place of like, well, I don't really want that much. I don't want to make that much. I don't need to earn that much. I don't need to ask for more. I don't need that extra 10000 that I would negotiate. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. And we go from a place of dreaming and hope and optimism and ambition to a place of it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And fine oh my gosh, fine is like nice, right? In episode 83, I wrote my essay about nice. It's such a toxic and quieting and shrinking force for women to move towards fine. So what I want this to be for you is I want this to be your permission slip to have financial goals for yourself that go way beyond fine. And I want this to be your permission slip to be in the playground of what your job and what corporate America represents. And I want this to be your permission slip to play on the biggest, juiciest slide in the playground and to have as much fun on that playground as you want to have. And that includes money. And you are allowed to make that something that's important to you. You are allowed to decide that that is something that's important to you. And you are allowed to decide that even if you are flawed, even if you are imperfect, even if you struggle with self-confidence. I don't really care what your struggle is. I don't care how much concern you might have about where you're at right now versus where you want to be. What I care about is the fact that you have a natural goal, you have a natural ambition, you have a natural desire in you, even though you quell it sometimes, you have a natural desire in you for more. And I believe that that desire in you for more is sacred, and I believe that in you pursuing that desire and allowing that desire some space to breathe and some space to exist, You are doing a good thing for the world because we need more people who are compassionate and caring and good humans who care about other people and who care about the world around them. We need more people like that following their ambition. And whatever mindset struggle you have, whatever self-doubt you have, however you get in your own way and convince yourself that moving up and making good money is not for you, I want you to know that you generate the proof that that is for you in having the courage to own what you want even through those feelings and to own your desires and pursue your desires 
even through those feelings. It's the exact same as speaking up. It's the exact same as building confidence. The way that you get there and the way that you do it is by being in the struggle and being in the doubt and having trust that if you choose something different and you show up slightly differently than usual and you trust in yourself to do something scary and you take action on it, when you do that, You prove to yourself that the limits that you thought you had weren't real. And you prove to yourself and you create a model for yourself that shows you that what you thought and what you think about what that glass ceiling is or where it sits for you is wrong. It's inaccurate and you can move past it if you are willing to take steps forward even when you still feel the struggle and even when you feel caught in the self-doubt. So this is my permission to you. You are allowed to want to earn as much money as you want. You are allowed to pursue as much money as you want. You are allowed to ask for as much money as you want, and there are no prerequisites. And you pursuing and you asking is a good thing that I encourage you to do. And if your confidence is still catching up, And if you don't quite feel like you quote unquote deserve it, that's okay. You're allowed to set it as a goal anyway. You're allowed to ask for more money anyway. There are few rules in this game and on this playground. And most of the ones that exist or many of the ones that exist are ones that we've invented for ourselves. I would be really curious to hear from you more about your relationship with salary, with money, with your desire for more? Do you feel like you're able to own your desire or do you get caught in self-doubt and fear and martyrdom? I would love to know, so feel free to get in touch with me if you want to. You can reach me on Instagram and also in the Facebook group, which I'll link below. And also check out my ebook. I've gotten really good reviews from people who have read it. They've said it's fun, it's uplifting, and it's really, really helpful. My ebook is called Speak Without Fear, The Smart, Ambitious Woman's Guide to Assertiveness in the Workplace. And it is designed to help you find your voice and help you learn to speak up with authority and credibility, but also in a way that feels good for you. I will link my ebook below in case you want to get a copy of it. And with that, that brings me to the end. And I hope that this episode can inspire you to be courageous and brazen because I think that energy of brazenness is so important when it comes to you claiming and owning your desire to make as much money as you want to make. And I know that there are limitations and I know that there are systemic inequalities, but the one thing that I really don't want you to do is limit yourself because one of the most powerful things that is in your control are the choices that you make internally. And so I want you to make bold and powerful choices. I hope you have an incredible week and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.